mincha. So do you do a haspid? Do you say a kalmale? What do you say? It's in the afternoon. It's, not, it's 1 o'clock, 1 p.m. Do you... Do you are, there, are there other instances where we don't say... This is so common. This should be so common because of Erev Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh, you for sure don't do a hespid. Right. Friday afternoon. There's no tachan on Friday afternoon at Mincha. Do you say a hespid or a kalmole at a... We say hespid and we talked about We say hespid and always. You're always do the, you always do the eulogy. But I, my question is more about the Kalmole, there's the Shura, there's like walking through, there's different things that you stop and stop and go. Um, there's different halachos that are not done in Tachana. Seems like it's an achlokas. Seems like it's an achlokas. So if anyone has a answer by tomorrow, that would be appreciated. <laughs> okay, so some of the questions we're going to discuss today is, is there, um, have you ever heard of a Sudas Havra? Sudas Havra. Heard of it? What does it mean? What is it? We'll definitely discuss that, Israel. You, Rabbi Stein, you know what that means? You know what means, Israel? I don't know what the word means. It, okay, what is what's the what's it about? The first suda that they have, right? The first suda after Avilas, after the after after the burial, after the kura, first meal, the first meal. Have you heard of a first meal? Big meal. A lot of people have a lot of people and. They have deli platters, or they have shiva, what are shiva platters, what are they called? Okay, is that what it is? Something like that? I've heard of it. Heard of it, okay. There's a very important suda. Who makes the food at the suda savra? Who makes the food? Anyone? It can't, 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 can't come from the oven. It can't come from the oven. It has friends. to come from friends? It okay. can't come from the oven. What's up, what's up? It can't come from the oven. Could it come from the oven's wife? Come from Nabal's son. Could come from Nabal's son, but not from Nabal's wife. That was Yaakov and Esau. That was the. That was a grandson. Yaakov was, was was grandson was, of Abram. No, but Yitzchak was sitting shiva. Right. So is it? So he was sitting shiva. So so. so you're saying son so of you're, the person so of Nabal. Uh-huh. So you're it. saying a grandson of the person who was Nifter could do it. Right. Ah. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. It's a good raya. It's a good raya. What about a wife? Oh, so it's him doing it. Uh, yeah. So it's like he's doing it, so it's a problem. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk all about the Surah Sabra. Next question. Is the concept of mourning from the Torah or from the rabbis? Midoraisa or Midorabonon? The fact that you're a mourner, the fact that you sit Shiva, is that Midoraisa or Midorabonon? Is it from the Torah or is it from the rabbis? What do you say? We have morning in the Torah. Where we have morning? We have we have haspidim. We have crying. We have. Eo was always mourning. His whole life was mourning, right? Does it say explicitly that he mourned? They have they have professional mourners there. His whole life. You're saying there's a specific source that says okay, you got to find that. You always know. You always know. You look it up for us. They mourned for Sarah. They mourned for. Cried for Sarah. He cried for Sarah. They cried for Moshe and Aaron. Aaron. Everyone cried. So they say they mourned. How do you define mourning? I'm talking about halachic definitions of mourning. Halachic definitions of mourning meaning not let a learn, not let a do mitzvos. The first day you're not allowed to wear tefillin. You're allowed to do mitzvos. You're not allowed to daven. You're not allowed to learn. You're not allowed to put on tefillin. You're not allowed to. 
um, have relations. Tasha Shamita is also now to shave. There's a pasuk the Gemara talks about by the pair. So, I mean, that part of it we would think is either the Arisa or a, or a smack from the Tera. Yeah. So you're saying it's Tera the first day. Okay, we'll talk about that. Okay. <laughs> Let's go with that first. Okay. <laughs> the mourner comes home after the the funeral, and he's starving. He's starving. Okay, so you're allowed to eat. Are you allowed to eat anything when you're a mourner? Allowed to eat meat? Allowed to wine? No meat or wine when you're mourning for the entire week of Shiva? Let me say no wine. No wine? I'm not talking about someone who's an owning. I'm not talking about someone before the funeral. Before the funeral, you can't have meat or wine. After the funeral, are you allowed to have meat or wine? I've been to plenty of Brooklyn. I'm pretty sure. They're having a party. They're having having steaks (laughs) and um, poppers and everything. Deli platters. Deli platters. (laughs) Deli platters (laughs) is the big one. Um, Yes, you're allowed to have meat. So the question is, um, are you, you're very hungry, and the Suda Sabra is supposed to be the first meal. Are you allowed to eat before the Suda Sabra? You want to have a snack? You want to have a cup of water? What defines the Suda? Suda has to be a, a meal that's sent by other people. It can't be the more. It just needs to be substantial, or it just. That's my question to you. Are you allowed to eat before that meal? I think we have to define what that meal is. <laughs> well, it has to be food that you're not that you're gonna make. Yeah, but that could be. Otherwise, you're trying to pass it. You're saying you're someone sends you, someone else sends you an omelet. Does meal have to be bread? Okay, so let's say let's say they do send you bread. I don't know. Let's, we'll, I'll tell you. We'll, we'll talk about that. But let's say they send you bread. But now the the meal's coming in an hour. Are you allowed to eat before that? Are you allowed to eat your own pretzels? Otherwise, you're just talking about like fasting, which we don't. Are you allowed to fast? Is a person allowed to fast when they're an Avel, the first day, or is there a mitzvah to have a Suda Sabra? Is there a mitzvah to have a meal? Are you allowed to fast? I know Bazar Hashem, we should not be mourners, so this should not be no geos, but um, it's very important to know these are Okay, so that's some of the questions we're going to discuss. And let's get right in there. Before we start, so of course the halachos of avilos, where who do they apply to? Halachos of avilos, the mourners. Who's a mourner that needs to have the halachos of avilos? Who's considered a mourner? The same people that we talked about that do kriya, that have to tear their clothing. By the way, I tore my clothing last. What day was it? Tuesday. Tuesday. Very good. Went straight pretty much from the airport to the Koso. And because I knew from Smith's cover that I had to tear Kriya, I was all prepared. And um, I told her when I saw not Yerushalayim, right? Where Yerushalayim is built up, it's not considered, um, it's not considered the um, Chorban anymore, according to most opinions. But the Kosal can't be more, you know, destroyed in the fact that there's a mosque on top of it. So I did the Kriya on that shirt um, that was prepared, ready for that occasion. Um, and um, that's why we have to go to Smichas Kaver. Just a plug. Um, so okay. So what? Put that in the Okay. So um, so we're talking about so the people that have to do kriya are the same people that are that are considered novel. Who are those people? Quick remind. Remember what do we say? You said a spouse. Spouse. Parent. Parent. Child. Child. Sibling. Sibling. That's it. You just did them all, but you didn't say brother, sister, mm-hmm. father, mother, seven. sister, mm-hmm. brother, sister, seven. Very good. Okay. So what happens if there's an adopted child? Does an adopted child have to sit shiva for their parent? 
Mm-hmm. Very common Shiloh, probably. Very common. Mm. Yeah. Especially nowadays. Very common. Do you say Shiva? What do you think? Probably. I would think so. I mean, not, it's not Kibbut Aim, but it's a tremendous Hakar Sato type of view. It's not a direct, it's not the real Kibbut Aim, but it's an extremely important like Hakar Sato type of thing. But there's no like, no, you're not going to violate the prohibition of the mitzvah keep it out of aim if you don't honor them, but but there's a tremendous hakar mm. satov needed. So I would think they would. Why, why would they be? Why would there be any avilas? Why would there be any? Okay, so you're saying there's, there's no avilas. Okay, because the. So it's interesting. The Ravad Yosef says that you, you have to, there's a balance. You're obligated to do the things that to show respect to them by like not shaving or um um show sadness and stuff like that but you're still have to wear tilt like you can't take away the real halachas that you're obligated you still have to learn torah you can't you're still obligated to own the chi of ona with your wife because you're not a real avel but but there's still a very important concept of shiva i'm not sure practically if you know Generally, I think that they do sit shiva. They do, but I'm not sure. The, the question would really be if they're the only one sitting shiva. Usually, it's not a big deal. You just go with your siblings or other people. But if you're the only person sh- sitting shiva, it's more of a question. But Natural um, Value uh, says that's the proper thing. Okay, so let's go to the notes. Notes number one. The question is, 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 is um, on page, let me find the page here, Shin Sadi Ches. What page is that? page 54 in the booklet. The question is, is it from the Torah or is it from the rabbis? Avelos. So the Torah says, Be'in Havelos, you see that source one on page 54? There's a question of Machlokas Rishonim if Avelos is from the Torah or from the rabbis. Hagaon Kasu, Shavelos Yom Rishon, Imhu Yom Amisa, Azu Daraisa, Vesharyo Darabana. The Gaonim say, if it's the first day, and it's the same day as the death. The death and the burial happen the first day. That's when you're in Avel. In that case, it's from the Torah. Just that one day. That one day. There's no question. No question that, yeah, it doesn't say the Pasuk. Um, but um, but then there's no question that's only one day. For Rabbeinu Tam Veri Perusho, She'in Shum Avelos Daraisa, Aninas L'chod Hu David Daraisa, Yom Rishon. Aninas, when a person's in Onain, the concept of a person being an Onain, the first day of being an Onain, that um, the person that passed away, that that concept's Daraisa, but an Avel is not Daraisa. Avel is not Daraisa. Okay? So if you look at the Shulchan Aruch, if you have the page of the Shulchan Aruch, um, that's source number one. Source number one, Shin Sadi Aleph, we see that? Everyone have that? There's, there's two pages. Everyone should have two pages. Did you get it? Do you have any? Shin Sadi Ches, Aleph, Avelis Yom Rishon, Humo Yom Lisa, Vikur Havadar Raisa. Shar Yom Havadar Durabonon. Okay? So the Shulchan of Paskins, the first day of Avelis is the Raisa. As long as it's the first day of Kura. Why does it matter if it's the Oraisa? Why does it matter? Because if it's the Oraisa, think about this. 
What happens if a person buries their mace? Um, tell me, Avi, uh, remind me, was your case a Yom Tichini? Is that what you said? Yeah, that's where we, where we did the, the, the funeral. funeral was. The funeral, but not the Misa. The death did not happen. The, the death was Arab Pesa. Arab Pesa. So, the second, second day. day. So if the, if the death and the burial is the same day, and it's Yom Tivshini. So listen to this. It comes out that Yom Tif is Shani. The second day of Yom Tif is for sure rabbinic. Right? And Avelus is Daraisa. Normally you say you don't do mourning on Shabbos. Shabbos and Yom Tif, you don't do mourning. The halachas of, of Avelus don't apply in Shabbos and Yom Tif because Shabbos and Yom Tif override it. Besides their private things. But if it's Daraisa Avelus, the first day, and Yom Tif Shani is only Darabaran, you would be obligated all the halachos of Avelos on Yom Tov Shani, if you bury on that day. Okay, it's not such a common case like we discussed that we don't really do it nowadays unless there's uh, COVID was the one exception really. We don't really do it, but that would be an interesting thing. But then the Shulchan continues, It's the Yesh Omer, the second opinion, is that we... Um, all, all consider rabbinic, and that's what the Ramah paskins in a different simon, and therefore we always consider Avilas the Rabbah. Just the Smach does, it's not, there's no real source in the Torah explicit that it's a requirement, besides for, for regards to Tefillin, because it's a Pe'er. That doesn't mean it's Daraisa, it just means that you're in mourning, you cannot be wearing something that is considered a Pe'er because you're not. Like you can't be considered wearing Tefillin, which is this beautiful splendor when you're in such a situation. Like yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so if, I would, if you would, if I would ask you, is Avilas the Raisa the Rabbanon to Machlokas Rishonim, to Machlokas Shulchan Aruch, Shulchan Aruch brings two opinions, and the Ramah himself paskins it's the Rabbanon, and therefore we paskin that it's only the Rabbanon, um, that would be the Halach Lamaisa. Okay, let's go to source number two on page 54, not in the, in the actual booklet. It's the Gemara Moekata. This is where we get to the Suda Sabra. Amr Yehud Amr Rab. Avol Yom Rishon Aser Lecho Lechem Mishalom. The first day of an Avel, it's forbidden, forbidden for him to eat bread that's his. He cannot eat his own bread. After the funeral, an Avel is Aser to eat his own bread. But the fact the Pazak says that you should um, um, you should not eat the bread of Anashim, meaning you um, your bread that teaches you that you have to eat from other people. And Rabbi Rav Yosef, the Chalfusu Hadadi, they actually changed their sutras around. They switched when he was an Avel. He gave to him. And when the other one was a novel, it's like Shalach Manos. It's a question of Shalach Manos. Can you do this for Shalach Manos? He did it. You got to do it for Shalach Manos? He did it. The same thing yeah. says the Gemara yeah. Megillah. You don't remember? Um, so this is this is what I did. I used to do because um, um, the halacha is that you're really not supposed to do any, um, you're not supposed to eat until you do the mitzvot of Purim. So a lot of Purim talk today. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, so, so what I would do is I would go to breakfast. I didn't do shalchmanos. Yeah, I don't know where my shalchmanos. This was in yeshiva, really. So I, what I would do is I would take the breakfast from yeshiva and give it to someone else. And they would give it back, give it to me. Shalchmanos. <laughs> no, you don't like that. You don't like that. Doesn't look like a trick. It was fairly common. Just trying to, trying to be, um, you know, trying to. I don't find anybody on the ninety-five. Right. <laughs> okay, so you're not allowed to eat. You're not allowed to eat. 
You're not allowed to eat bread from yourself. You need to get the bread from someone else. What's the shot? What's going on over here that you cannot eat the bread yourself? So let's look at source three. Three reasons why you cannot eat bread from yourself. Why is there an obligation to eat the bread from someone else? The person who just had a, a, someone pass away in his family is extremely stressed out about the mees. He doesn't want to eat. He wants to die too. Okay, this is a psychological shot. Right? Psychological. People are in such a despair that they want to die themselves. Therefore, you get other people to feed him, and therefore, um, that will encourage him if other people give him food, because he himself doesn't want to eat at all. He doesn't want to eat at all. He wants to um, die. Crazy that that's what he says. That person, like, and this, there's actually David HaMelech and Navi did not eat the first day. He fasted, and... They tried to get he they they tried to get food to Sabra, he didn't want to eat when his son passed away. David Amela with with Bashava, yeah. Yeah, when he had relations with Bashava and just the end of Shmuel um Bayes his son. They had a son who uh, passed away right away. Right away. And then they had another son who was Shlomo Hamelch. Um and David realized it was because of the Vera and he was completely depressed and broken and he, he didn't eat. Um but but that's the reason number one. Let's go to the next where he's, where there's underlying nearly a taima. The second shot is a very nice. Just it's a shot is this is part of the mitzvah of nicham avilim. There's a mitzvah to comfort the dead. Part of the mitzvah of comforting the dead is to give them food. Comfort the mourner mm-hmm. over his dead. Correct. Thank you. Um, over the person that passed away. Part of the mitzvah, Nicham Avelim, is that you give them food. And then the third one, he says, the shape of Yehuda says, If a person would, um, the, um, if a person was left alone to eat his own food, he would, he's so upset about the person passing away. It's, it's very interesting. It's the opposite psychology. Yeah. He's so upset, so he's going to drink and eat and try. This is very common, I think, when people have someone pass away, especially in the secular world. They get drunk. They try to forget their, right? This is, there's probably two different types of psychology of people. Some are so depressed they can't eat, they can't function, right? They look like they're going to fall apart. That's option number one. We need to feed them. We need to make sure they're okay. We need to take care of them. Option number three, the exact opposite. The person is just can't handle life. They're getting drunk. They're um, they're eating like crazy. They um, they can't. They like have some. What's the what's the term? What's the psychological term for this? Well, comfort eating. Comfort eating. Yeah. We do that all the time. Many of us, <laughs> including myself. <laughs> comfort eating. Yeah, I coined a new diagnosis. What's COVID comfort eating. COVID comfort eating? Uh, I feel like it still applies for me. Um, so, um, okay. So, therefore, that's why you cannot eat your own food. Okay? So, let's go to the Shulchan Aruch, and this is source two. In Shin Ayin Ches. Shin Ayin Ches. The Shulchan Aruch says, we're going to see what the halacha is lamaisa. The halacha lamaisa is... It's forbidden for him to eat his own food. So once you have that first meal on the first day of morning, you can eat a second meal on the same day. 
It's a mitzvah. It's our obligation, the neighbors, the the friends, to feed him from their own food because it's forbidden for him to eat his own food. You could do some sort of switch like we find in the Gemara. As long as you don't give it first. I'm not sure what those words mean. Does anyone know what those words mean? You can't. Yeah, you don't make a stipulation with the answer. Oh, you show yasnu Very good. Very good. You can't make it tonight. Very good. Um, okay, so that's very clear that you are not allowed to eat. Um, you are not allowed to eat other people your uh, your own food. Okay, and this is something that people are definitely not aware of, but it's something that it's really the obligation is really on the rav. To explain to the family or to the community, it's really a community responsibility. We're very familiar with the concept of shiva meals that people set give meals for shiva. That's nice and very important. And the Baragola actually says this at the end of the simon. You don't have it, but he says that um, that that we're supposed to give um, the whole shiva. It's a beautiful thing to give food to people during shiva, but the main requirement is the first meal, the suicide Havra, because they cannot eat from their own meal. A wife would not be able to say, like you said, Gedalia, a wife would not be able to provide the food because that's really the husband, if the husband's in mourning. Assuming um, if there's no, uh, there's no, if there's someone to Oh, so the Taz says, the Taz says, the problem is if it's his food, exactly. If the wife is making the food from their food, it's his money, so that's halachically considered as it. Let's say there's no one in the city, or no one sends you food, and this is he's talking about by COVID a lot, very common. No one's taking food from other people. Maybe it wasn't sanitized enough, yeah. right? They thought that right people really were concerned that the food is chicken. Yeah, you gotta sanitize it. Uh, the Nyquil chicken, the sanitizer. <laughs> Boxes. Right. Yeah, There's yeah, all these go. videos. How to sanitize. Washing, washing their groceries. You People up on Amazon box at there and then for the Yeah, they were very nervous. So the ta says you don't have to pain yourself not to eat if they don't send you. Okay. If there's no one in the city, it's interesting. It says there's no one in the city or no one sends you, because it's a mitzvah that they're supposed to give you. But um, if no one's sending you, there's no obligation to starve. To starve. Okay, so that's um, an important point, but it's our obligation, it's the community's obligation for someone to pass away um, to to take care of him. It became, it's interesting, in the secular world, it became like a major party, yeah. the Sudasavra. Yeah. Like they have invite everyone to it, and it became like this tremendous celebration, event, you know, celebration. Yeah. So there's no problem with having a lot of people there, but it's it's very important to recognize that it's not a celebration, like just a party. It's a time to, you know, this this it's our obligation is to comfort them, but it's really a time for them. It's the beginning of Avelos. It's a it's a extremely um, does the serious Yerusha, time. Does the Yerusha happen automatically? Yerusha meaning meaning you go back to the to the Mason's house. What? Just the Biden party? No, I'm saying oh, you go back to. There's a simple you're saying in the fact. No, that you, you go Yerusha. back. To, I'm saying that you go back to the Mason's house and they have a fridge full of food. Did you yarshin the food? Steal. All you're, all you're, you're saying is that could that be the Sudas Havra yeah. from his, his personal food? I would think that you could not do that. Is it, the, uh, that it became the other yeah, right? I would think already? so. I would think so. Liquor, <laughs> 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 What is Havra, Rabbi? 
So what is so the Suda of... of uh, it's a very interesting word. Um, I think it comes from the word Bari, like health. Um, it like, it like re, it's, they, they translate it as the Suda of consolation. Right. That's how they translate it. But I think it really comes to the word like health, like Bari is health. It like revives a person. It, it's it's the poskim are all not the poskim. The mafarshim in the in the navi. It's in the navi. This is when they talk about this word by David that they tried to give him the suda lehibaros. Um, I think is the lashon to like revive him, to rejuvenate him, to give him to give him strength. But um, he he didn't accept it. Okay, let's continue. Um, so that's that's the Taz says if there's nothing to eat, you're allowed to continue. You're allowed to eat it. Um, um, the reason why they would prepare meals the whole shiva is because there were, when you're in Shiva, you're not allowed to work. So if you're poor and you can't work for a week, you starve, right? You can't work, so what do you do? What do you eat? So they became the custom, even though um, that's not such a big deal anymore, became the custom to give meals for them. That's the original reason. I think the reason why it's, it became the Minog is because people who are in Shiva, they're, they're busy with Shiva, they don't want. They don't want to take. The, it's hard for them to. It's not hard. It's the work isn't hard, but it's something that they're they're busy with the shiva. We don't want them to have to deal with making meals. A lot of times, there's a bunch of people together. Therefore, it's a it's pretty common to make meals. But the main requirement is the suda sabra to have that um, to have that done from the community. Um, okay, let's see the aracha shulchan number four. So the question is. What needs, this is what um, Abi, you were talking about, what's considered the Suda Sabra? What is the meal? What, what constitutes a meal? So the Aruch HaShachon says, The main thing when it comes to Suda Sabra is bread. This is source number four. The halacha is that the Gemara says it's Aser to eat his own bread. But he could eat food, other foods. So the according to the Arach HaSholchan, you would be allowed to eat a snack before you have the Suda Sabra. Just the first bread meal, the first bread meal has to be from someone else. But the Shmir HaShavaz Kilchos in Suarez 5 seems to argue. Because he says, Let's say the, the um, burial happened on a Sunday. So on Moti Shabbos, you were an Onin. Right? So on Moti Shabbos, you cannot make Havdalah. So you make the Havdalah on Sunday. Right? You make Ravdala on Sunday after the burial. So says the Arbach, you can't use your own wine. Because you're not allowed to drink that wine. You have to have neighbors bring it because he holds that you can't have anything that's not your from yours. You can't even have your own wine for Havdala. You need to have it sent from someone else. And therefore, um, it seems like the proper thing is to try, if you can, to not even have snacks until you have the Suda Sabra, that should be the first meal, and it should be from someone else. There's no question you could have water, there's no question you could have a drink, a coffee, or a tea. But the first food, but even wine, the Shemir Shabbos is saying, um, it should be from other people. Um, that's that's appropriate um, because of the three reasons given. Okay. eggs supposed to be served to oh, eat? Eggs. The eggs, yeah. Like, he can't just go get some, like, brings it over to him and he... Yes, there's a Rebbe Eger, very good. Rebbe Eger says that it's not appropriate for that for him to peel it himself. It should be served to him. Yeah, very good. Okay, so let's see what is served at the Suda Savra. Let's see what's served at the Suda Savra. So the halacha is in Ksuvis, source number six in the booklet on page 55. 
Tana Asar Kosas Tignu Chacham Beisabo. So I'm going to just say the Gemara outside. There are 10 cups that they instituted to have at a mourner's house. They would have 10 cups of wine at each meal. You're enjoying already. Death. Three before the food to uh, open up the stomach, three during the meal, four after the meal, and then the Gemara says during benching they would do it each bracha, and then Rebbe Gamil added more. I'm sorry. Um, then they added four more um, for later on. But then Rebbe Gamil saw that it wasn't working out. They were all getting drunk, obviously. Uh, they went back to how it originally was. So Rashi says, what does it mean they went back to originally it was? Ten cups. Still have ten cups. That's what they started out. They added more and more, but you got to go to their original ten cups. That's what you have. At the Shiva house, you remember such a thing? Shiva house, ten cups of wine in each meal. But the Ramban argues on Rashi. The Ramban says, what does it mean they went back to um, original? It means that they realized that this was out of control, and it just means to have a little bit of wine is all you should have at, ma- at the maximum. And that's the Shulchan Aruch says. You actually should have one. You have to have one? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what the Shulchan Aruch says. This is Shulchan Aruch Shin Ayin Ches Ches. Shin Ayin Ches Ches. That's source number three. Mm-hmm. Source number three. Kivon Shinik Varamis Motilachal Basal Lishosiyayim. The second the burial happens, you can have meat and wine. Because remember, an owning cannot have meat and wine, but you should have Lishosiyayim Ma'at. You can't have a lot. It's just supposed to be a little bit of wine in order to help you. Do you need to? It doesn't say you need to. It says mutter. You're allowed to. It's not an obligation. It seems like there was a takana originally to have an obligation of 10 cups. I don't know why. That I don't understand. Maybe that's part of the psychological, um, the wine helping them get, get through it. But once it's leading to getting drunk, that's definitely not appropriate. No, you don't like that? Alcoholics Anonymous is not a good idea to use wine to get over your over your death. Right. Um, okay. So that's that's um, what you should drink. Um, number seven in the notes tells you what you should eat. And this is very famous. Um, you mentioned this, David, a second ago. Um, seven. You mentioned this also. Esau comes from the field. He's tired. That day, Esav is tired. The day we all know, this is the Gemara Baba Basra. Avram Avinu just died, and Yaakov was making the lentil soup. Right? Why, for the Nicham Avinu, his father, why do they have lentil soup? The Gemara says two reasons. Two reasons why they have lentil soup. One reason is because it has no mouth. Lentils have no mouth. What does it mean they have no mouth? Circular. What? It's circular, right? It's no. It's no. It's round. And therefore, um, 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 oh, just like an adult doesn't have a mouth because there's no one talking, they can't, he's, he's not alive anymore, same thing. Or because it reminds us of the circle of life. It reminds us of the circle of life. Okay, the Gemara says that, are you allowed to use an egg? Egg is not circular. It is circular, circular. It reminds us of the circle of life, but it's not round like a lentil. And therefore, depending on those two reasons, would apply. I'm not sure what's more common, but I think pretty much everyone uses eggs, so I guess that's more common. <laughs> Meaning, I'm not sure if that's like the minog is to use eggs, or just that just became more common. Um, the Gemara sounds like the best thing would really to use lentils, but um, eggs is um, is that is it seems like that's um, um, the better thing to do. Um, okay, then in Tess, 
Right? In the next halacha, in the Shulchan Aruch, what source is that? What number is that? Four? Four. Mm-hmm. There's no problem enjoying a nice meal, meat and drink, meat and wine for your Sudas Abra. Um, the Shulchan brings both eggs or lentils. Start out with that, and after you eat that, um, then then you could um, eat anything else. And this is what you were saying, David. The Rebbeiver says, "You don't have this. The the oven itself should not peel the egg because it appears like you're a rava. It feels it appears It feels like you're someone who's just like so desperate for food. It's an interesting thing. I don't know why I would think that um, if you peel it yourself. That just seems like a pretty normal thing to do. It doesn't seem like you're extra gluttonous for peeling an egg, but we serve them the eggs peeled. Um, that's that seems like the eggs is the minog, and the question is why the Gemara, I guess the Gemara, under, even though the Gemara sounds like the lentil is really the better option because it fits both explanations, but um, but that's what it says. Okay. Um, I think we have to stop here. So I do have another thing to go to, but um, there's another. There's a bunch of other questions. Let's just say quickly, Arab Shabbos. We don't do a Suda Sabra. Arab Shabbos after the ninth hour. So this is interesting because after the ninth hour, we don't want you to come. We talked about we're learning about this now about mm-hmm. eating an Arab Shabbos, a huge meal. You're not going to be hungry for Shabbos. So therefore, if it's after the ninth hour, we actually do not have a Suda Sabra. Now, what do you do if you're hungry? That's a good question because you're not really supposed to eat until Shkia. Once Shkia comes. Um, then you could eat, but that's, I guess, in that case, I would say you could be lenient to have a snack. That's what the Aruch HaShokhan says. The Shmir Shabbos Gilchaz Roshulma Zalman says, no, you shouldn't even have wine. So, yeah, there are, there's definitely what to rely on to have a snack um, in that case. Interestingly, the Gemara is very clear. A man cannot prepare a Sudha for a woman. Can't. It's not appropriate for a man to prepare for a woman. If there's a bunch of avilim, normally you're going to have a bunch of people sitting together. That would be not a problem. It's only a problem if you're specifically preparing in a male for a female. The post can say a female can prepare for a male. Okay, so an interesting distinction over there. You're allowed to fast if you are on the first day. And if a person passes away on Yontif, then the next, the first day um, after, is the first day of Shiva is going to be after Yontif. There's no Suda Savra. Suda Savra is only if you have it um, immediately after, you know, but not if it's on Yom Tif and it's delayed. Okay, we'll stop here for tonight. Skaya, and you could um, enjoy your food, or you can just leave it here. I'll take care of it later.